It's Juicy J, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Charbel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Charbel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is rapper and record producer Juicy J. Juicy J is a founding member of the Southern hip hop group 36 Mafia, which won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. We talk about his new memoir, Chronicles of the Juice Man, how he's navigated challenges throughout his career, and more during this episode. Juicy J, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you for having me, man. What drew you to read about the music industry as a teenager, and what did you learn that helped you navigate it? I just figured I was just going to be this big star. So I knew how to rap and write songs and stuff like that. So I was telling my mom, she was a librarian. I was like, yo, I got to know about the business. I just wanted to be more educated about the whole situation. I love music so much. So I want to know everything, not just how to play a piano, not just how to play guitar or any instrument. I want to know the whole thing, the business, the publishing, the management, the production. So I read all those books. It just made me smarter. More artists should do it, right? Because it's called oh. the music business. The yes, business yeah. You need the business with the art form. Yes, it's not called business music. And that's where a lot of artists trip up, right? They go to their career and they don't realize maybe they signed the wrong contract. Maybe they have the wrong people around them. Yeah. Maybe they make the wrong decisions that lead to yeah. them not reaching us, you know, the success that you have. So getting educated helped you long term. Yes. When I first seen the first contract, I knew everything. It was like amazing. I was like reading that joint. I was like, man, I know all this stuff. But, you know, I, I came from the 90s. You know, I, I, we did our deal back in the 90s. So it was, it was different. So, you know, like I said, we own a lot of the masters, some of the stuff we don't. But, um, you know, you live and you learn. We came out on top, though. We own 100% of the publishing. That's great to hear. And what was the genesis of forming the 3-6 Mafia? And how did you decide to eventually go solo? 3-6 Mafia started out with like almost 20 people. We was just thinking about, you know, narrowing the group down to like six people, like the best six we felt that fit the group. And everybody else is like solo artists, like Project Pat, Gangsta Black. Actually, and actually Gangsta Boo is in 3-6 Mafia, but, you know, rest in peace. She wasn't going to be in the group at first. She was going to be like a solo artist because she, you know, she could rap so well and do her own thing. So we felt like she could just hold her own down. But eventually she, when she was rapping with us, she just became the sixth member. It was actually five members. It was first it was 20, then it was five. And then it was six. And then it went from there. As far as my solo situation, that kind of happened like accidentally. Like I wasn't really planning on being solo. I never looked at myself as a solo artist. I was actually scared for people just to hear me by myself. I was like, man, I need Paul. I need Boo. I need I need to be in a group. Like I'm not a solo artist like that. And I was just like making mixtapes. It's around 2008, really trying to keep the 3-6 Mafia buzz going because the buzz had kind of died down around 2007, 2008. We weren't really making the right kind of music. People weren't really feeling our music no more like that. We were still getting shows, but we weren't as popular as we was. You know, music has you has a up, ups and downs. So we was on our downtime. Over, I spent like over like almost 200000 just street team, videos, traveling. Just I went everywhere trying to pass out mixtapes because I was making mixtapes at the time by myself. It was just like solo mixtapes. But I was still like Juicy J. I was still right on the mixtape, like Juicy J of 3-6 Mafia. Check out our albums. Check out our new music. Trying to promote that. As I was putting those mixtapes out, it generated a buzz without me even knowing. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just, just doing stuff and, and releasing songs. And Columbia was calling me because we were signed with Columbia at the time. And they was like, yo, they was calling Paul. Like, yo, tell Juicy to stop releasing free music. Paul told me. And I was like, man, them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I just felt like I was like, man, look, I'm on the road. I'm doing something. I'm really hustling. I'm trying to get this name back up. I just felt like they weren't helping us to do it. So I was just throwing our mixtape, throwing our mixtapes. And all of a sudden, man, you know, Bands and Make a Dance was one of the songs on my mixtape. They got real super hot. And then I had my, uh, you know, longtime friends like Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz jump on the remix. And it just took off. It was like the number one song in uh, Atlanta. And then Columbia called me up. They was like, hey, 
we want to talk about the Three Six Mafia album. So I, I went to the I went to a meeting and I walked as I walked into the meeting, every intern was playing my mixtape and my A and I was looking at me like, see, they love your music, man. They love your music. They still love your music. So I sit down. I was like, okay, what's up with Three Six Mafia? They say, hold up a second, man. What's up with Juicy J? Man, this Juicy J movement you got going on is big, man. Like everybody's playing your music. And they was like, we'll deal with the Three Six Mafia after we deal with Juicy J situation. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. Why did you decide to release your memoir now? And how were you able to work on your new albums at the same time? My mom was sick and I just felt like I just needed to just open it up to people and let people see like really what's going on in my life. I meet so many, you know, fans and stuff. They just think I smoke weed all day. I like, man, I got a real life, you know, I got a kids, you know what I'm saying? I got family. I got, I go through real life things. And, you know, uh, my mom, she passed away um, a year ago and uh, it just like, it just, it tore me apart. You know, I just started writing my book, man. You know what I'm saying? And it still hurts me right today. I started writing my book and just kind of like, just trying to educate the people you know, about certain things in life and the stuff that I went through as far as like mental issues. I had a lot of crazy mental issues. I wasn't eating. I was trying to lose weight and I wasn't eating. And I, it's a lot of stuff I was going through, man. You know, growing up as a kid, you know, living in North Memphis, all the, the gunplay and the, and the crazy police and all the stuff that was going on out there in Memphis in the streets. I'm out there trying to duck and dodge, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's very, very super dangerous. You know, I wrote this book. I just felt like I was I was in that space. Just tell people what, you know, what I went through. And I was dealing with my mom passing at the same time. And it just, it was tough, man. And uh, I was recording and I did this album called Mental Trillness. It was like, uh, as soon as my mom passed away, I, I was recording it then because I was seeing her pain. So I was just recording it because I was really going through a lot of mental issues at the time. And then when she passed, I dropped this project called Mental Trillness. Just like I'm talking about a lot of different things. I'm not just talking about partying and getting trippy. I'm talking about real life situations. I got songs on there called I'm Stressing. I got records on there called Drink to Escape. The help you need, you know, stuff like that. So I, I have been going through a lot of just stuff from my past and future and, you know, just thinking about a lot of things. And the book and the music and everything you do, they're all outlets for you and they help you cope with what you're going through and also yeah. inspire people and also yeah. educate them, right? Yeah. To yeah. understand kind of the industry and a lot of what you deal with can apply, be applied to a lot of industries, right? Yep. I, I really want to unpack your mentality. How do you describe the hustler spirit and how has it helped you accomplish your goals? I never stop working, man. Like, I'm the type of person, man, I don't let nobody stand in my way. I just go, man. Like, I'm not a quitter. I've had so many doors slammed in my face, fake people in and, my, in and out of my life. I don't really take nothing personal, man. I just keep going. You know what I'm saying? I just, man, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to stop. You know, I'm, I'm just not going to stop. Like, that's just my thing. Like, I can't. Well, it goes back to your origin story about how you always knew you were going to be very successful. And so yeah. anyone who would say no to you, you'd want to prove them wrong and and also validate yourself and how you always thought of yourself. Yeah, hey, you summed it up, man. I should be really good at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your best piece of career advice? You know, it's, it's wild out here, man. Keep your nose clean. Keep your nose clean. Keep God first, man. Like, stay prayed up. 
just try to stay focused, man. We get so unfocused out here. You know, we get this success and fame, and then all of a sudden it gets to our head and we get focused. And that's what happened to me. You know, I, I won an Oscar, man. I was thought I was motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, Michael Jackson out here, man. I was <laughs> I was out here standing on people and everything, you know what I'm saying? It's just a it's an experience I went through, but you can't never let materialistic stuff just take you over. Like money is good, you know, buy a car, buy a chain. Go to church, man. You know what I'm saying? I pray. Uh, call your uh, your mom up or call your dad. Go spend time with your loved ones or something like that, man. Just don't let, you know, this materialistic stuff get to you because it'll kill you. You know what I'm saying? It'll kill you mentally. It'll kill you physically. It'll 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 chop you down, man. You know what I'm saying? If you let it, if you let it get to your head. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Juicy J. To follow his journey, you can read his memoir, Chronicles of the Juice Man, and find him on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, where he shares his performances, appearances, and travels. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Bell, and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes.